Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Whether you're working on the farm with family or you have a town job and coworkers, good communication is vital. But often different generations have different expectations and styles when it comes to sharing information. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. Angie Coleman is an organizational development consultant with FCCS Consulting. She has done a deep dive on the different generations in the workforce right now and shares some key takeaways for all of us. I caught up with Angie during the AgSource annual meeting. Angie, let's start off with a rundown of what we need to know about working across the generations. I think that when people are talking about generational differences, they are looking at traits the, the talk that I give doesn't focus on generational traits and what, sh- what makes each generation different from the other. What it focuses on is what were the foundational pieces in their formative years that put those traits into place. So I think if we look at what makes a generation tick and what social events happened and what economic events happened in their formative years that created them in the way that they that they digest the world, it's easier to understand where somebody's coming from. So I would say instead of looking at generations as buckets to put people in, we should be looking at it from an informative perspective and, you know, what happened in that person's life that made certain things important to them. And not generalizing, but to look at the different generations as points of commonality. Can I understand where you're coming from based on what I know that you've gone through? So as an example, you're talking about how things like the Vietnam War or Watergate kicked off more mistrust in our government among the generation that was growing up at that time? Absolutely. And I would even say right now ESG is such a big conversation. What is an ESG? Um, Environmental, social, and governance. Those are big conversations in agriculture. And the research that's out there right now is saying that millennials and Gen Z don't look at ESG in the same way that boomers do. They don't care so much about carbon emissions and the tracking that is happening in the government right now and the legislation that's getting pushed. What they care about is the triple bottom line. And the triple bottom line is profit, people, planet. So millennials and Gen Zers are going to be more engaged in organizations that are involved in local community um, givebacks. They want to make sure that uh, the organizations that they work for or the co-ops that they're a part of are looking at their profit from that three-pronged approach, not just the profit and the bottom line from a fiscal perspective. So I think that that's really important to look at and and they're not relying on government and big organizations to make decisions they would rather go work for an organization that they see being proactive making their own decisions and saying this is how we're going to give back here are the community programs that we believe are important and that we want to participate in as an organization so you do see that shift from big to individual 
Angie, tell me, what do we need to think about in agriculture when it comes to enhancing our communication skills? With regards to agriculture in general, one of the main differences um, between agriculture and looking at it from a generational perspective is that the very oldest of our generations, the traditionalists, those born between 19, well, earlier than 1945, they're actually still active participants in having a say on the farms, making some decisions. They're still parts of boards of directors and things like that. So where the rest of the country is really worrying about differences between, say, the boomers and the millennials, in agriculture, we're really spanning five generations in this space. So communication is vastly different from someone who's a traditionalist and older than, say, a very native tech person that might be your your millennial or your Gen Z. So I would say that that's probably the most important thing to keep in mind when we're looking at generations in ag and on the farms is that communication is so different between all of the people who exist in those five generation spans. What are some of the trends or tendencies we see in each of the generations? In general, I would say if we're looking at traditionalists and we're looking at boomers, because they were introduced to mass media, they consumed marketing as a group together watching three different you know, channels, and they are watching the same commercials at the same times, those types of things. Older generations have a tendency to really value and trust political leaders, doctors, newscasters, and bigger organizations. When you start moving into Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z, because all three of those generations have had the ability to go out and get their own research once the internet was rolled out to all of those generations, you see kind of a decentralized way of thinking when they look at who are the experts. So they have less trust in bigger governments, bigger companies, doctors, um, and they feel more comfortable and confident going out and getting some of their own information from different places. With that in mind, tell me, what are some key tips for communicating across the generations in agriculture? I would say... The most important thing for anyone to do is to meet each individual where they are. Instead of, you know, thinking as a traditionalist or or as a boomer that they should just come and talk about it or that they should be super responsive to email, we should try and identify what each individual's preference is in their communication method and try our best to adapt and accommodate to that. But I think that the same thing is really important to the younger generations. We need to be able to make sure that even if our preference is to communicate in one way, whether it's verbal or written, that we need to respond equally as well on email or to pick up the phone and call someone who's more comfortable talking about a conversation and a pain point than sending off messages back and forth through instant messaging or through social media. So I'd say meet everyone where they are instead of generalizing and sticking to what we like the best. One of the problems that we have looming over all of agriculture is a lack of people stepping up to lead, especially in cooperatives. Many say they just can't get people, especially younger generations, to fill the role of delegates or board members. What do you think could be done to help entice younger people in agriculture to lead in those roles? I think the most important thing 
to do is to really do a better job about telling our story instead of assuming that everyone knows what we do, where we come from, and what's important that that story has to be repeated. And I would say lean on the cooperative principles. There's such a great framework in those principles that speak to every single generation that if we just lean back on those a little bit instead of trying to reinvent the wheel or recreate a narrative, fall back and look at what we already have available to us and send those messages out from that point of view. Because the future generations... Millennials, Gen Z, are looking for meaningful and purpose-driven work. And if we can help them understand what an amazing service this is to give to all of mankind, and it's already in our infrastructure and it's already in place, if we can just tell that story from those lenses, we will start to see people become more engaged with not just where we want to go in the future and how we want to move forward, but I think we will start to see people become more passionate about it and be willing to step up and be the future leaders of our boards and and take charge. We need to inspire them, and we already have the tools to do it. So with all of what you've just said in mind, when a farm or an ag business is looking to hire someone, what should they consider doing differently than they've done in the past? I would recommend two things when we're looking at hiring and making changes in how we hire. So they say that in agriculture, 1% feeds 99%. We have to move away from looking at potential candidates as people who came from the farm because we are really restricting our talent base. We need to catch a broader group of people. And in order to do that, I think that we need to do what I said earlier, which is tell a better story and make us more attractive for top talent to come and stay. I also think that we can strip a lot of our position descriptions and take a lot of the ag specific information out and really look for skill because we can teach and we can train the agriculture part. And I know that there's a lot of you know, feelings and there's a lot of value in the generational aspect of agriculture. But if we stay in that mindset that we, we have to go find a candidate who understands it from that point of view, we are severely restricting the level of talent that we can be bringing into the organization. So two things, casting that wider net and stripping out as much of the ag specific information as we can from position descriptions and move towards training those skills um, and looking for character, looking for what's going to be a good culture fit instead of, you know, somebody who specifically came from a farm. That is great information to keep in mind. We definitely can't keep doing things the way we've always done them and expect it to just work out. We have to make some changes. That was Angie Coleman. She spent a lot of time studying the different generations in the workforce through her role as an organizational development consultant with FCCS Consulting. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.